My name is Russell Cox, and you're tuned in to the State of the Black Man's Mental Health. Hey, welcome everybody to the State of the Black Man's Mental Health. I am Paige Benjamin, and this show is brought to you by Get My Cheese Back on My Cracker Foundation. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, like, comment, click that notification bell so you guys know when new episodes drop. And today is all about the father figure, the role of the father figure in our lives. How does it have an impact on our mental health? How does it impact how we raise our children for the future? And what layers are really there in the sense of who can be the father figure? And in this episode, I have some amazing guests that will hop on shortly to introduce themselves. And we're gonna just get right into the conversation. But first, I'm introducing you guys to my co-host, the great, amazing Copeland. Copeland, tell them who you are once again and tell them what you do. I am Copeland and I'd be great. Oh, you'd be great. Yes. And you you are a father, correct? Yeah, one of those two. So happy early Father's Day. When is that? I believe it's tomorrow. That sucks. Hey, hey, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna bring on the amazing Trilla. <laughs> Trilla, Trilla, King, Treasures. What's good, Trilla? What's up, bro? So tell the people who you are and what you do, sir. So I'm Trilla, OGI Trilla. That's uh, Original Generation Influence. Uh, that's my artist name. I'm a hip-hop slash R&B slash soul artist. Uh, I also make jewelry, uh, handmade crystal and gemstone jewelry. Uh, we have a company called King's Treasure. Got a physical location in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we sell a lot of jewelry online and stuff, too, through Etsy. Um, I just educate people on... Spirit, spirituality, um, the crystals and minerals and gems from the earth and how we connect it to the earth and nature and, you know, the different ways we can heal uh, using nature. Wait, 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 turn on, turn on, turn on, hold on. We, we, me and this guy spoke before. Yes, you have. Don't worry about it. We're going we gonna to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> See, the world is small. Let me do my job, bro. Let me do my job. <laughs> right? All right. And we're going to bring on this young man right here. I've seen him grow into the amazing father that he is. Um, you know, one of the things that um, we like to say that it does take a village and let's just say this man leverages village as much as he can, but you know, just seeing the progress and the ability for him to be such an outstanding young man. I wanted to give him his flowers so he knows this in person. So my brother, my brother, can you tell us who you are, what you do? I'm not gonna lie. Like y'all should have introduced me first, cause why you got me following that? Wait, hold on. I was well, like, I was, oh, I you this, guy. this, and that. Apologize too for the pressure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> listen, listen. Trilla tends to flex on us from time to time, but he's regular, just what like you and I. I'm very regular, bro. Don't what get. What would you do that to me, Paige? Like you could have <laughs> me. Like I could have went first. Like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, boy is like super dope. Percent. Like, I'm like, okay, damn. All right. But yeah, man, I, don't I'm even tell, I don't even tell people what I do. My shit's mad boring. <laughs> you know, it's fire. You know, it's fire. Yo. Excitement, so. Bro, if y'all knew the stress, uh, this shit, like, you know. We, I'm, I'm I mean, here we, for it. I love it. All right. Yeah. Let's, so let's get the introdu introductions out the way. So, All right, so, so Ty. Yeah. I'm. I'm I'm Tyrese, Tyrese Barker. I live in Philadelphia. I'm a newly business owner. I just started my own carpet cleaning uh, business. Um, 
I am a, a father of one, a beautiful young lady named Journey. Uh, I like to joke around and say I'm the co-parenting specialist because I've got lucky and got put into a situation that uh, works so well, you know, and we kind of we kind of make it work. And it's, you know, I haven't had much trouble in that area. So, mm-hmm. you know, other than that, everything is, is good on my end. I'm sorry if, <laughs> you know, I don't make any jewelry, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so let's 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 kind of head this on you know take this on head first right um the title of this episode is called the role of the father figure um what role did your fathers have in your life and um do you feel like that had an impact on who the person you are today and anybody can answer that i'll, I'll yeah i'll go first because i don't know what he's about to say and i don't feel like following him again so <laughs> so um no um so my father my father like i like if you ever sit down to talk to me i'll tell you like my father isn't my you know biological father my biological father is believe is like locked up somewhere um my father now married my mother before i was even born so i don't know how she swindled that but she did a good job because you know (laughs) i love i love my father with all my heart and um like I wouldn't be probably a third of the man I am today. I wouldn't be as as successful as I am today. Um, I and I and I I'll tell my mom this, and I tell her, you know, very often. I thank her because I know my dad wasn't the best husband, but I believe she put up with what she put up for me because she understood the the role of a father and me being a young black male in society and the importance of that. So like, you know, my first year of college, they got a divorce. And like, she would always joke and say like, you know, once you turn 18 and you go away to college, we, we're getting a divorce. But you know, me growing up in high school, I'm thinking they joking. And like, it, it came to fruition, like it happened. And I'm just like, and now that I'm 35 and you know, I would say between 30 and 35, like everything started to hit me. Like, yo, she really put up with the, the BS for me. And like me understanding the importance of a father, like I get it. Cause like, yo, I think I'm a pretty dope dude. You know, I think I'm a great father, but like my whole father philosophy and everything I learned about being a father, I learned from my father, you know what I mean? So if he wasn't there, I wouldn't have anything to go off of. You know what I mean? So I I, I thank her and I thank him. Before you Mm. move on real quick, I wanna, so what do you think, if any, is there really a correlation between being a good father and a good husband? The, mm. they're, they're, I, I, I'm not sure if there's going to be a correlation at all, but I, I can honestly say they're two separate things. Okay. Like, they're, 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 that is two separate relationships. You know, one is with your spouse and one is with your kids. Like, you can, you can be a great father and a terrible husband and you could be a uh a great husband and a terrible father like you know what i mean it, it's it's all on who you are and like me going through therapy and like understanding these things i know a lot of this is all tied to your childhood and you know what you what you grew up seeing you know what i mean so i don't think they're i just think they're separate you know relationships and you know there's you know hopefully there's a correlation that you're uh, a lot of us like men are both great husbands and fathers, you know what I mean? But I, I just know that they're two separate relationships and you can't necessarily compare them. And 
You know, I think a lot of women, you know, get stuck on, you know, being a great husband. They they hope or a partner and they hope that trans translates into being a great father. And a lot of time it, it doesn't, you know. So now let me let me just I, I know we're a lot further along than I would have expected, but My bad, um, it's all good. It's all good. It's this <laughs> great conversation, right? But I mean, this this right. does have a it, it does play a role in it, right? Because I'm newly right. married. Um, as a husband, I've realized, and just to kind of take it a couple of steps back, like, you know, um, we're gonna let you tap in, Trilla, but give me a second. Like, I grew up with my dad in my household till I was about five, and then my dad and my mom got divorced, and. My dad was always still in my life, taking care of some of the things, right? Um, my mom did a pretty decent job, not always bashing him. Um, I'm not saying never bashing him, but not always bashing him um, and keeping him into my life. Because um, one of the things that I realized is that as a kid, I learned early on what traits to pick up and what traits not to pick up. Um, I had a lot of male figures in my life, um, you know, I, I will honestly say I had multiple father figures, right? Like I had the older cousin that was teaching me how to like drink, how to hold my liquor, how to act around women. Um, I had my dad, my biological dad, who, you know, kind of enforced the importance of family, right? But his vices kind of prevented him from really um, executing that. And so for me, um, the, the role of the father figure is kind of skewed in a sense where it's it's not just the biological or the person my mom married. It's a combination of folks that led to what are today now my core values of who I want to be. Um, I actually had to learn the hard way of um, the things that I don't want to do are the things that I've seen other people struggling in, especially other men struggling in. And a lot of the times it's the relationships I didn't want to have were the ones I saw failing. And so as a husband, you know, as since we got to that point, as a husband, one of the things that I really want to focus on are not repeating the mistakes of my past or inheriting the mistakes of my father and his father before him. And so, you know, um, that's kind of a, a direction that I, I want to kind of start talking about is, you know, um, do we inherit some of these traits, right, from our parents or, do we find ways to break those barriers? Um, but Trilla, um, I'm gonna have you kind of talk on um, the role of your father and or the father figure in your life that had an impact to the person that you are today. Okay, I apologize to my phone overheated. I was trying to be in my element. That that southern heat just just does its thing sometimes. That's Sursky. So um, <laughs> yeah, my my pops, uh, he wasn't there, so. I learned a lot from abstinence. Like, um, I feel like at this point in life, my, my level of understanding is like, all right, I feel like we we go through what they went through, so what our parents went through. So I went through the same stuff that he went through without knowing. I didn't even have him to tell me, hey, bro, I went through this. You know, I went through this. We talked about it when I spoke with him recently. Gratefully, I'm still open to communicate with him. You know what I'm saying? But I never knew that you know, I was a womanizer or I dealt with multiple women because he always dealt with multiple women. And I almost lost a great woman because of the same shit. He lost my mom. Mm. So we recently just came together at my mom's home going. She just, you know, she transitioned uh, 
in March. And we come together and we talking about things and I'm watching his expressions. I can tell that he was hurt because he wished he would have, you know, did his thing and did right by her or whatever the case may be. But um, gratefully I had my uncle, my uncle Mickey. Uh, he was like my dad. He taught me all the, the stuff, how to string a weed eater, how to really be a man. He introduced me to basketball. Basketball kept me sane. It kept me from, you know, tripping out because I dealt with anger and a lot of issues and stuff. But um, yeah, bro, um, Pops wasn't there to say the least, but the the idea that I have about uh, fathership, and like you said, it being a tribal effort uh, is very important because um, every male in your life, you know, is like a father to you. Um, like you said, in certain cultures and African spirituality, they teach you that all of the people in the tribe, everybody that's related to you, all the males in your family, uh, you will be allowed to go with them. So you could pick whoever you want to be with and spend time with and you master whatever that they know and it makes you a better man. You feel what I'm saying? So that's kind of what I did. Uh, I was able to study, you know, wherever and whoever I wanted to. I wasn't exposed to a lot because most of the people around me were doing the same things. Even like down to my uncle, he never mastered a lot of his lower self nature. So he dealt with some of the same stuff my dad dealt with. But it helped me see it in a different light because I was still able to talk to him, especially after I got older. He got older to the point where we could talk. Now we walk the road and talk every day. And um, I learned that, you know, as as you become a man, bro, and like you said, while you going through this stuff, he ain't had nobody to help him or teach him about the lower self nature. You know what I'm saying? So the stuff that he going through and struggling with, shit we learning together like i'm actually teaching him at this point because i'm i'm past it like i'm i'm more disciplined but i'm helping him see like hey bro if you would have if you do this different if you think differently about this you can change your result and maybe wifey you know she'll act a little she'll respond differently you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. but yeah gratefully um yeah just having exposure to more than the family been exposed to like i said the family structure was very off like it was, it was kind of traumatizing. So, Cope, I know you've got a couple questions just burning oh. your your brain. What what was oh, your experience? Because because I want to I want to tap into the fact that you know, um, and this is a conversation we've had a lot together um, in the role of your father in your life and and you know the way you move around. So, what was your dad's role in your life, if any, or who was the father figure in your life that led you to who you are today? So the crazy thing is that, like, the way that people see me operate, they would think that I came from, like, some sort of toxicity because, you know, and they think, like, I just need 50 explaining. I don't ever want a problem. But if someone wants a problem, that's no problem. So people think that I'm always for the problem. But in my household, my dad was definitely there. And he, he came from Jamaica, and he... You know, he wasn't like a millionaire, but he had houses, right? He took care of, he had me in private school and everything. And so for me and what it is that I'm doing with my son, I realized that the way that my dad knew to be a father was to take care of his responsibilities to the best of his ability. And he did that like to a hundred percent of his, like I can look back now for as much as I would have been mad at any point in time or whatever, he did what he had to do to 100% of his capacity. And for me, when I look at what I do, like him, I do all of that. Like I, I make sure 
I want to make sure there's a house. I want to make sure that my kid can have things. You know, like I want to, I want him to be happy, even if I'm not necessarily happy. You know, like I want him to make sure that he's happy. And so the thing that I do wish that I would have had from my dad was more of an emotional and spiritual understanding of what he was about to be dealing with with a child. Because I look at my son, and had I not been on the path that I went through, I wouldn't have been ready for him. Because, like, my dad is a regular old school hard rock Jamaican. And I asked my mom, like, how is he Fox News centered and like all of this stuff when reggae came from Jamaica? And she had to explain to me that he was Jamaican before reggae. Like, reggae didn't start till the 70s. So he's still like country music Jamaica. He's not Bob Marley Jamaica. So then it all clicked to me that I'm thinking that I'm talking to somebody that I'm not. I was literally mad at my dad for, for ignoring his roots when I didn't even know that these weren't his roots. I picked up on reggae. So when I look back at what he did for who he was, he did an amazing job. He tried to get me to do great in school. He put me in private school and stuff like that. The only thing he didn't do was deal with my spiritual and emotional side, which is what it is that I'm focusing on on my son. Because because of my dad, the responsibilities part is easy for me. Like, that's a guarantee. Like, there's no, we don't even have to talk about that. Like, fatherhood starts, do that, and then we talk about being a father. So... I, I, I respect a lot what my father did because I know how hard that was because he came from nothing, no education, no networking. Like he came up here from England, not even from Jamaica. So he was like twice removed and was able to do what he did. And I didn't respect him when I was a kid, like like point blank period, like there's no way to sugarcoat it. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It's mm. not until I'm an adult that I really understand and I talked to other people, you know, I realized that my father really, my father really set the groundwork for the future of like this legacy, you know, like I'm not building my legacy. I'm building on his legacy for our legacy. And my son is fucking ridiculously amazing to the point where it's annoying. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good problem to have. Right. Yeah. So, so I really want to I want to I want to dive a little deeper, right? Because uh, uh, earlier I alluded a little bit to inheriting certain traits and certain behaviors. You know what, um, if any, were your experiences with your grandfather, right? Um, for as and I'll I'll really kind of start for as far as I know, my grandfather, um, you know my 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 dad didn't treat my and and these are based on stories that my dad tells, right? So my dad was pretty much the runt of the, of the litter, right? Um, he was the last to receive schooling. He was the last to, well, technically not last because I have an uncle that's only 10 years old, younger than me, but that's a whole nother question, uh, <laughs> a whole nother conversation. But, you know, my, my father really parented in a way that he didn't want to treat his children how he treated, he was treated. And so, um, you know, in some cases, if you felt like you didn't want to do something, he would let you quit. 
if you felt inclined to do something, he would support you. Like he was very multifaceted in the way he raised each one of his children. Um, and I, you know, I, I love y'all, but I'll say I'm lucky. I also have my mom on the on the other side because my mom was the enforcer as in the sense of you need to go to school, you need to do these things um, because they both saw things differently. Um, do you believe that your grandfathers had some influence in the way your parents treated you? And uh, and Ike, I think this is um, probably more towards you, right? Because it's three generations, right? Yeah. And it, it sounds like you inherited Ike Sr., <laughs> um, <laughs> Father Ike, um, you know, through your dad. So yeah. do you want, so I'll, I'll start the question back over again. You know, um, what, if any, was your relationships with your grandfathers at all? And we'll start bro, and we'll go from there. Bro, my shit is so crazy because my granddad and my grandma, my mom's mom and my dad's dad met. And that's how my mom and dad met. So mm. they had a relationship before my mom and dad actually conceived me. Mm. And you know my grandfather, he was dealing with the streets. So he actually bought, you know, um, this substance into mm -hmm. the family and it kind of, it really ruined, like my granny and her kids, all of them got hooked on this stuff, all that, whatever. But besides that fact, um, my relationship with my granddad was, you know, he would come through and spoil us. Whenever you come down from New York, uh, I get trampolines, you know, you get new stuff, all kind of stuff. It's a party, you having fun, it's, it's love. But never a relationship. It's always like, I see you, I'm proud of you, you got my name, hey, what you doing? You got girls, what you doing? You got whatever, whatever. And then it came to just like kind of left me dry. My granny actually got busted when I was probably about six, seven years old. And the family quality of living kind of went down because she was supplying her children too with, you know, the substance. And everybody just didn't have it no more. Um, but just seeing, um, seeing the way my man operated, it instilled something in me to go against the grain and go left. Like you, like bro said, like we, we rebels. And I feel like the time we in now, you see all that, you see all this rebellion, you see people um, understanding more. So we know more about our genetics and the people that came before us, but we going against the grain. We making sure that it's, it's time back in. Like I can't do what he did. I gotta be the opposite of how he was and what he did. Cause he could have been way more than he is. So I respect and admire what he built. But I don't understand why, because he never sat down with me to tell me his story. When mm -hmm. um, whenever we, you know, um, come together, I try to ask questions and I try to pull that stuff out of my dad and my granddad. But it's such a deep place for them, I guess. It's hard for them to open up and, and vocalize and, and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's 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 left me with you know some sense of confusion. But gratefully, you know, I do the work on myself so that mm -hmm. I can. All right, overstand and fill in the blanks where they left off at. But yeah, man, granddad, um, not really there, not there for me, um, ever. And I saw, I saw him be there for the people he wanted to be there for, you know, cousins and things like that, whatever. whatever. So it was confusing for a long time. But as I got older, I kind of realized, um, it's just one of them things that you have to learn from and develop your character around. So like, whatever I can get. 
I'm going to go, I'm going to pull up, I'm going to still show love because I'm trying to get whatever I can so I can put the pieces to my puzzle together. But I can't necessarily hold on to resentment, remorse, grief, sorrow, or any of those lower self emotions that tie into the mistakes that you have made. All I got to do is learn from your mistakes and try to become a better man because I'm the evolution of you. I'm you, but I'm the greater version. Same thing with the kids. Like bro said, like you see them i see my granddad and my kids i see me and them i see my dad and them too so i can't ignore the facts you know what i'm saying but you could, you could if you wanted to if they <laughs> yeah to you that. could if you wanted I, to. Yeah, i literally yeah, yeah. watch people do it every day facts facts but that's 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 where you like you devolve you don't evolve mm -hmm. when you when you choose that you know what i'm saying yeah. so for us to evolve as a as a legend as a legacy like i have to like fully embody what and who I am, and he's a part of that. Regardless mm -hmm. of how fucked up, you know, some of the decisions he made was, and you know, things like that. But it and was, it's great to um, be in a place where I can talk to him and my dad, and not be in my feelings about nothing. Like I just want information at this point. Mm, Ty, you, any? Um. Okay. Well, I'll say this while he's reconnecting. Check on uh, like his relation. Start over. Start over, Todd. Start over. Yeah, your joint went out. Okay, my fault. All right, my fault. Like on my mother's side, like, you know, they, I think, like looking on it and, you know, seeing two grandfathers, well, actually, I'll do my dad's side a little, a little bit easier. Like, so his side, you know, he had a great father. He always talked about his father. You know what I mean? It kind of was that trickle down thing. Like, I see how he was a great father for me, you know, and then he also had a great father. So, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, uh, you know, that's something that he learned from his father. And I can honestly say I'm the father I am today because I had a great father and a great model to, to look at, you know what I mean? And I, I see what he did, you know, I see what he, what mistakes he had made, you know, and I'm trying to better it. You know, his mistakes, I would say, were probably like, you know, working too much and, you know, but I also, now that I'm older, I understand that he was working too much because he was providing. Like, I didn't, you know, at, at, when I hit, like, middle school, I didn't, you know, I had my own room. You know what I mean? I had, uh, mind you, this was the first time. But, like, you know, we, we, got, we bought our first house. You know, I got my own room. You know, I had quads in the garage. You know what I mean? I could go out there and ride. You know what I mean? It's like, you know... It was at what cost? Like now, as I'm older, I'm like, I wish he would have made it to a couple more football games. Like, you know, I necessarily, I'll trade the quad in for him to, you know, come to all my football games in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so it's that, but I say all that to That's say, he had a great father. Yeah, he had a great father and it, that trickled down. Uh, and then on my mother's side, it's weird because like he had all girls. Mm. So, you know, her father, her father had all girls. So, like, it's weird to, like, kind of look at. Nah, he was getting to a good part, too. Yeah. That's all I'm back. Bro, that's uh, you're, you're back. Yep, you're back. back. He had all girls. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, so he had all girls. So it's weird to kind of look at and see how his relationships were. And most of his relationships were like powered by money and financials mm. 
So like he would, he's very controlling and like that's how his relationships were. Like he, you know, he showed love through through money and having that control over women. And like, it was always weird to see my father interact with my mother's father. And like, he was like, no, like I, he's like a man's man. And he understood that, you know, if you borrowed money from him, he would use that as a controlling factor. So, you know, that was something he taught me growing up. And like, now that I'm older, I do see it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, he, my grandfather has a better relationship with the mother of my child, who I'm not even with, than he does me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because she's okay with receiving from him. And like one of the, I'm not sure if it's a bad thing, but one of the things I learned from my father is like, yo, I'm a man. I don't, I don't need your money. I don't need anything from you. You can't have that control over me because I'm a man. I could do everything. I can do it on my own. I can take care of it. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have so much toxic, toxic masculinity where I'm going to, you know, die of starvation before I ask you for help. Like I'm okay with asking, but I got this. I don't need it. So you don't, so he never had any power over me. You know, I have I have cousins who, you know, beg him for money now, you know, at any chance. But I was always the one he could ever, never have no power over. So, you know, once he got that relationship, now I had a journey and now he has somebody who he can, you know, he got, I think he fills that little void that he's missing with me through her. So they talk, I don't even talk to him. So it's like, it's like weird to see how different people have different relationships and what, what fuels the relationship. His is fueled by money and power. Uh, he thinks that, you know, that's his controlling thing. But you were getting to something, Copeland? Um, no, I was actually going to agree a lot with um, what Trill was saying, but I almost forgot what he was saying because I was listening to what Ty was saying. But um, I agree with what Bro was saying. My grandfather, I only, I, I didn't have much of a relationship with my grandfather because I didn't see him a lot. Well, at least not the one on my dad's side. I saw my grandfather on my mom's side a lot more. And, you know, he was a typical island cutlass beating you with, like, type of person. My dad's grand, my dad's oh my father, who I didn't get as much, like, time with, actually, was not even his biological father, but he seemed to be, like, more who I am. And I think that... It's almost like they, they talk about this, the way how, you know, strong men make good times and good times make weak men and weak men make bad times and all of that. It's like, I think that that's true to a degree, but I think that that's what happens when you don't really pay attention to the facts and really are trying to evolve because I'm in a state right now where, you know, my life is kind of hard but I did have a hard-working father. So just because it's hard, it's never stopped me. Just been fucking uncomfortable, you know? And like you were saying, I, I can do with the help, you know? But mm -hmm. if I don't get the help, that doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. Right. So sometimes I have taken that role where I'm not gonna take the help simply because I don't need to talk to you after this about anything. But I, I did right. my grandfather, though, was a real... He was the type of person I think I would have been had I grew up on an island and not had to deal with, you know, the society that I dealt with. Kind of turned me into more of a revolutionary than, you know, 
I would be the old guy sitting in the street that everybody's kids would come to and talk to. So I think that I think that it's you have to be really conscious about what it is that you're looking to grow from and grow your children into. Because if you're not, they're gonna be picking up things in preparation. Like I really want my son to grow up like you, Ty. Like I want him to say, I wanna do exactly what my dad did. Like I don't wanna create any traumas by accident that he's now gonna to have to react to and try to make not happen because even in that energy, other things can happen. Yeah. So I'm trying to be as conscious as I can with him. Lord knows that, that shit is hard. Because I have to check myself a lot. I have to check myself a lot. Because he says the same thing that adults say to me. And I just have to remind myself that he is a child. He's allowed to be childish. Mm -hmm. He actually is a child. Can I patch out on the back too, bro? Just for, um, I ain't gonna catch I just want to interject. No, 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 please, please. Just, just for studying intention, bro. I admire, I admire what both of y'all, you and Ty said, bro. Um, like, I feel like our generation, we study intention. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you judge a man. You judge any person based on intention. Right, my, so, both of y'all. I appreciate so, it. So, I want to take... I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, I want to take things in a different direction as well. Um, you know, one of the things that we tend to, and we alluded to it earlier, right, is it does take a village to raise children. Um, as black men, um, what role does does the uncle have in helping raise your children, right? Um, you know, Ty, um, Copeland, we're both in the fraternity uh, with a bazillion brothers, right? But they're really a small circle of men that we typically keep around us, and including you, Trilla, right? We, we all keep a small circle of people around us that knows that we know that will have your family's best interest. How important are the uncles in the rearing of our children? Critical. Critical. My cousin, my cousin, he like my brother, my first cousin. He just taught King how to ride his bike, bro. Mm. King, King six. I missed, I missed the first, I was stay at home dad for the first six months of King's life. And my, my queen, she worked, uh, she taught school, preschool. And after I was a stay-at-home dad, she she decided she didn't want to do that no more. And they didn't even call her to come back the next year to the school anyway. So I didn't put in hundreds of applications. I decided I'm going to go to truck driving school. But I'm on the road for like three years. So I missed from age one to three. I missed a lot of time because I was on the road trucking. You know what I'm saying? Already know. You feel me? Yeah. So I, I saw the significant underdevelopment of masculinity in my firstborn son. You feel me? And you just, you know, that shit hit me on the level like, okay, well, bro, what do we do? What can we do? But uh, yeah, to answer the question, bro, brothers, the people who are like your, your spiritual brothers, they ain't gotta be family. Them the uncles. And they mm -hmm. do, they mean a whole lot, bro, because some days you just don't have it. And the bro there, he got it. He had that ashe, and the day might end up being a great day, and it started out terrible. You know, but yeah. but it's lying. Go ahead. I ain't, I ain't gonna get into it too deep. Go ahead. 
No, oh man, no, nah, no, nah. get I, I, get deep, bro. Get deep. I, this I, is what we're so yeah. I mean, just keep in mind this is a safe space, right? We want yeah. everybody to feel like get it off your chest, bro. Say it with your chest. That's yeah. what I'm talking Let about. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you, my brother, because we did have a conversation. And the thing about the thing that we're looking to do here is we're looking to show the different aspects of men. And most people don't ever understand how deeply black men think about and feel about our children. And you, I like you think deeply about fucking rocks, like what other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. I know what you, I know what's the, so, the phone literally leaning on a rock right now. All right, so 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 for that, like this is exact because that's because the less you say, I'm gonna say it. So I'd rather you like I love that shit. All right, so where I was going to take it, like I said, the line of balance is, like, you got people in your family or even your homeboy, like your brothers, that help you with your children or they play a significant role in, in the children's lives. A lot of them got trauma. A lot of them been molested. A lot of them been abused and neglected. And they still carry those traits, unknowingly, some of them. And then think about how hard it is to communicate to a person that they need work, especially a man. You can't tell a man that he need to work on himself because it's like, nigga, I'm doing all this other stuff. How? When do I find time to work on myself, bro? Like, so um, the important, the most important aspect of it, I feel, is leading by example. Like, I go above and beyond to make sure I got my mental health and my spiritual health fulfilled and balanced so that I can show these boys how to do it rather than me saying, hey, bro, go do this, do this, do that. Like, just watch me. I'm gonna post a video about it. I'm gonna talk about it while I, after I finish doing it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, we didn't have examples, and that's why it's so hard for us to figure out how to get it right and find our balance. Now we're tapping into finding our balance, and situations like this is allowing us to bring on others, and that's gonna help us become even more balanced because we are evolving and ascending together. Mm. Mm. Ty, oh, I was gonna, I was gonna swing it over the top. <laughs> Listen, hey, he's so his frequency is so high, bro. It, the, the phone can't even keep up. Um, he got his you know, inside of a crystal geode right now. <laughs> I, don't think, I, don't think we, I don't think that we caught it the way that he did it because he was like, "Look, y'all all know what this is, right?" No, he has it, that looks like an amethyst crystal, crystal geode, right? Yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure. like, show, give a, give a full picture of it, like. Take it back. Back it up and show us the full thing. Which one? Oh, no, no, the, the one that the rock, the phone is sitting on. Oh, bit, 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 bit. check this out. So this is actually a fluorite. It's a big-ass piece of fluorite. Yeah, it's good for, like, uh, EMF protection. And uh, actually mental stability, bro, balancing the mind and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So before, before you drop time, we was going to switch over to you to really talk about the importance of uncles, right? Um, the support that you get when you lean on your brothers. And once again, a lot of times they're not blood brothers, right? Or the, the, the figures in which we put into that uncle state. Cause you know how many times, you know, I know how many times you're like, this is uncle H, this is uncle Paige, this is uncle Dre, right? And she sees everybody as uncle such and such, you know, how right, important right. was that for you in in raising journey uh it was honestly it was very important especially like like most of the uncles were probably fathers before i was so like 
I'm the type of person, like, I'll tell anybody, I'm like, yo, you, you have to pay attention to your surroundings, right? So you see all of these people who are great fathers around you, right? And me being in a frat, I'm around a whole bunch of black men who are great fathers because, like, you know, it's like a big, big, I don't want to curse, it's like a big accountability group, you know, when you're going through it, like, you can't, you really can't be a bad father and be the bros, and then, like, you know, you come back, and, you know, you just, it's just like one of those things that just don't fit well, so, you know, I'll take a look at everybody, and, like, how, how they do certain things, and I'm like, yo, you got, you get so many examples of great fathers, it's like, yo, you can kind of pick and choose from them and build your own perfect father who you want to be. You can see like, oh, I like the way he did this, or I like the way he did that. I don't like that. You don't have to add that. You know what I mean? If there's things that you do like, you know, you you add that to your 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 fatherhood and you can kind of build the best father that you can be. So uncles are very important. I got H right here with his little one. You know what I mean? Like he sorry for him crying you know but they they were out at the cookout but you know so like it's important for you're fine it's important for me to be you know a uncle for him and you know a uncle for everybody else and it's like uh my neo little Todd. we were in college when he had his first one you know he would he would have class he would call me like yo uh, uh dp i need you to uh watch little teach like yo drop him off because i was in grad school at this time so my classes were different than his Mine were all at night. So I'm like, yeah, I'll watch him. Like, you know what I mean? Just drop him off. I'll watch him. It's not an issue. You know what I mean? So, like, they're very important. And thank God we're in a frat. Like, you know what I mean? So you got, like, this abundance of uncles. You know what I mean? Like, and and, and she's a good child. So she'll go with anybody. She'll be like, yeah, all right. If you said they're good, I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> it's very important. And like I said, more more so important, like, you can get, a whole bunch of examples of good fathers and you can kind of pick and choose what you want to, you know, mold your fatherhood, I guess, experience to be, you know what I mean? And, you know, and build the f- perfect father. It's like building a 2K, dude, if you, you know, you look at, <laughs> you know, everybody, yeah, you're looking at that, all of these fathers, like, oh, I want to add that attribute. All right, I want to add that attribute. You know what I mean? I, I don't need that. You know what I mean? That, that don't fit well with me, yeah, but I want to add that and I want to add that. So, you know what I mean? It's, it's it's one of those things, like, they're very, very important. Because, like, you know, it's like examples. Like, you know, they've been through so, it already. So you have the, the all-star 2K avatar and as as your dad avatar. So you shoot yeah, threes from, you shoot threes from, like, football I, fields I away. Built Steph, yeah, I built Steph Curry times three. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, nah, I never thought about it like that. That's gangster. You know, so I, yeah, I want to actually, I want to take the, and you bring up a good point, right? Um, having your children, right? Um, how did having a child change you guys? And and the only reason I'm asking this question is I know two of you prior to children. Um, and then I heard stories about you, Trilla, prior to children. So um, you guys kind of talked about the fathers or the father figures that were in your life. You talked about your grandfathers, right? Um, and their experiences. You talked about the, the uncles, how you were able to kind of piecemeal the different pieces of the amazing people around you guys. Um, going into fatherhood, what were your initial thoughts, right? Ike, you're on child number three, right? Or four? Yeah. 
We got three now. Boy. Ty is one. Copeland is one. I'm still on zero. Pull out game on point right now, right? Powered it. <laughs> <laughs> but um let's let's talk about it, right? <laughs> um going into it, right? You first heard about it. Um, and you know, um, Ty, you mentioned you're not with your your child's mother. Copeland, you're not with your child's mother, and Trilla, you're still with your child's mother, right? Your children's mother. Um, going into it, your first child, what was the first thoughts going through your minds? Because the of the two I know, y'all were y'all were living your best lives, right? <laughs> no, no, the truth of the matter is, the first thought that came to my mind was this is gonna be easy. Because I had the same experience where a lot of people around me had kids, my um, my brothers had kids, and I've always been really good. I've always been way better with kids than adults, and I knew that meant something. So I never let it go because I'm still better with kids than I am with adults today. So my first thought was, this is going to be easy. And my second thought was, like, I know a lot of people, right? So me thinking it's going to be easy. I'm like, they're thinking it's going to be easy too. And they're just going to fall in line, community, whatever. What actually happened was none of them thought it was going to be easy. And so they had all the stresses while I'm sitting here like, they're like, are you scared? And I'm like, scared of what? A child? My child? This is, I, I lived for this. Like, Now, maybe the anxiety before a basketball game but I put in the work. I know I can hit the shot. But everybody else, you know, I don't present that way always. So there was a lot of stresses around me. And then as what normally happens in my life, like here I am two years later. And for the most part, at least when it comes to him and everything that he needs, everything's all like everything's all right. And I was saying everything's gonna be all right. And so what my son did for me was basically just change my focus because I've, I've always been a force of nature, like wherever I go and in whatever I do, but I never really had, my focus was always worldwide. So there was never a, a real focus. I was able to be able to do and be all over the place. You know, I wanted to do a massage, open up a birthday center, you know, I fuck with crystals and shit like that. And these like, because I knew what the community needed. But now with him, it, it, was, it wasn't, it's not, it's not easy, but it was simple. I just have to focus on making sure that he's taken care of and the things that he needs. And the, all of the things that I was working on for the community, I can now focus on towards him. I had my son at home. So I worked with a midwife and a doula to have my son going to be homeschooling my son. I've actually, like me and his mom are actually friends now, you know, some stuff happened, so now she is living here with me, you know, like when it came time, like, you know, you may not be my girl, but it's still a responsibility to my son's mom through him. And so it's a lot, it's simple. It's mm. not easy because there's still other facets that you have to deal with, like for me with business, I have to deal with other adult human beings. So there's a lot of things, but I think that the main thing that bothered me the most was that as a father, we don't really have the emotional support or emotional understanding to understand where we are emotionally 
and maybe feed off of that. Like the San Antonio Spurs fed off of Tim Duncan basically, you know, being relaxed and being poised or whatever. Kevin Garnett's teams, even that Boston Celtics teams, were teams he went and he was lighting fires under everybody, even Big Baby, to the point where Baby's crying, you know? And Kevin Garnett's my favorite player, but still, as a man in the family, we are always more like Tim Duncan for the most part. We have our Kevin Garnett side, and sometimes it does, it's a painful feeling when you know that you've got something, but other people are stressing over it and trying to force you to move to accommodate their stresses because then that throws off your game plan. Mm. But, you know, we don't talk about it often enough and it's not understood. But then later on down the line, you know, for most of us, I believe, people see because we have a greater purpose that's going to keep us on a certain line. So eventually, it's we're going to get where we got to get to, and they're going to see. And you know, then it's all the you know, sorries, and I believe in you, but it hurts. And so, let me ask you a question: Do you, you know, so having having known you for a long time, and there's this, your reputation supersedes you a lot of the times. Um, do you? I, and I think. Um, your relationship with children sometimes made you seem more like a child to some people um, or your so let me let me take a couple of steps back no, no no but first you have to say that that's the actual truth is that right your reputation does no, supersede you no 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 not that that people would think that i see more like a child because mm-hmm. you have to dig into the fact that children are actually smarter than adults mm-hmm. even though adults don't respect children and so that is actually what it is that i deal with with adults is that i'm usually smarter than they are because i'm a visionary that they don't respect me because it doesn't fit into their paradigm. Mm. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, but, but I want you to keep going. Though. Oh no, that that's kind of where I was going with it was oh, my bad. Be, because they, the way they saw you, they automatically assumed that you may not have been fit to be a dad at the time that you became a dad, which is why you saw maybe some of the naysayers or maybe the lack of support. Um, but that would be, in my opinion, more of a reason to provide the emotional support, um, more of a reason to provide the, um, you know, just this teachings of, hey, Cope, you might want to look into this. But knowing Copeland, he probably would tell him, like, F you, I'm going to do it my way anyway, right? But so- it, depends, it depends on whether you're actually giving me support. Mm-hmm. Or are you trying to change my mind to go along a path that you think is proper? Because mm-hmm. I have, and I'm very articulate, which is what upsets me a lot of times. I will tell you exactly what it is that I'm trying to do. Like, if I'm telling you that I'm going to have my child at home, and you're going to tell me, well, you know that that's dangerous. Like, why would you want to have it in a hospital? Yes, my response is going to be, listen, fuck you now. I'm going to go do it myself. But when I told my mentor who's like a key job master, I told him that I wanted to have my child at home. He was like, all right, cool. There's this lady named Debbie Allen. I'm going to give you two more options in a couple of days um, to go and look at. And by the 
time he, I hit him again, he was like, yeah, like you still, I, was, I had already called and set an appointment with Debbie Allen. Mm. So now if you are going to truly support me, not support your vision of what you think I should be doing, but if you're actually going to support me, anybody who has knows that I take advice very well as long as it's going along my path. But don't try to divert me because you're afraid of where I'm going. I'm built for that. So if you, don't, if you don't believe that, then that's fine. But don't. at that point, I'm not taking your advice. But if you understand that I'm built for that, the advice you're going to give me is going to push me down that path, and then I'm going to listen. But I'm not going to listen to, well, maybe you should look. No. I've, yo, listen, I've looked. I've mm. looked. And the numbers actually say that women die more on an obstetrician's table than they do with a midwife. The numbers say that. I've looked. And that's, I, I attest to that too. Um, I ain't want to pick off. No, 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 no. I want you, you go. Because I see Bro, you got it. We had, we had two two unassisted home births at the house. Uh, just me and the queen. And it's the most powerful, most beautiful thing you're going to ever do. Like, yeah. this is my most proud accomplishment of all. Like, all the other stuff I be talking about I do, that's minuscule to me. Besides... Great catching them boys and Crazy. looking them in their eyes and seeing like, like we got a divine connection like bro i will yawn and my son will yawn while he sleep i sneeze and i hear him in the other room sneeze and he sleep you feel what i'm saying i've caught this literally with i focus but like um same thing just to add to what bro said um we believe that the children are the ancestors reincarnated mm -hmm. so your child is literally your great grandma or your great granddaddy or your great great somebody coming back to teach you something and allow you to provide what they provided for you on the back end and you learn so much about yourself from your children because they are you know they're, they're the parts of you that you have to master you know what i'm saying so you you got them here now manifested into this physical realm so that you can see yourself in a way that you've never seen yourself before and they challenge you in so many ways and they allow you to become a better man if you let them if you don't you know you break you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying and you have to go back to the drawing board once you make your mistakes or you get caught up in your vices or whatever which is what we struggle with the most here in this country as black males so i'm a, I'm a but, but before you continue cope i just want to reiterate the question right so you know your first child how did that change you or what was your initial reaction? Because, you know, I, I don't have a child yet and I don't know what that reaction would be. Um, but, you know. Hello. So, so, so I almost felt how you guys are feeling or felt, right? Um, you know, and one of the things that I think a lot of times we don't talk about is miscarriages, right? Mm um especially if it's almost a term and you are excited right um so i i guess my biggest question is when you realize this this being you, was coming you, into you, this world because i was gonna i was gonna i was gonna share but since you're like pulling it out of me I'll tap, about it. It. So tap me, in, tap in. My my daughter, my my first experience with her is completely like not there. Like 
So me and the mother of my child uh, had a miscarriage, but you know, during this, this, uh, you know, this pregnancy, I would say it was probably around like two to three months. So, you know, it wasn't a crazy amount of time, but right when I first heard, you know, me, it's the first one I told everybody. You know what I mean? Like, yo, I'm about to have a baby. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, you know, man, and, and like my personality and people like, oh, you know, people like they, they mess with me. They, you know what I mean? I have, I'm, I develop good relationships with my personality. So they're like, yeah, bruh. After that, and you got to go back and you got to have that talk where you're like, yeah, it's, every, not, it's not there. Every bro. It is depressing. And then right bro. when it first happened, like, I shut down. Mm. And like, I didn't know what that looked like for her because I wasn't there for her at all. Like, even, like, now I, like, I'm older, I understand that, like, damn, like, the mother of my child really had a miscarriage, and I mentally, physically, and emotionally was not there for her, because I was completely messed up mentally, like, I was hurt, I felt like a failure, you know what I mean, like, damn, I fell too, like, damn, like, what, like, what went wrong, like, you know, like, what, like, and it was like, I just shut down, like, we would be laying in the same bed, and I am not touching her. I'm facing the the wall, just like, like what the hell is, like what did I like in my own head, just so far gone, so far m- removed. So then we find out we're pregnant again, and I think I told my mother and and my father. I didn't tell a soul. Like oh. when my daughter, when my daughter, like so I'm like just not. I'm like going through the process, but I'm not in the process because I don't want to be hurt again. Like, I don't, I do not want to feel what I felt already. So, like, I'm just like, yo, traumatized. So, I'm just, like, going through it, and I'm going through the motions. I'm not making every appointment. Like, you know what I mean? When when I'm not at work, I'll show up. You know what I mean? But if I got work, I'm going to work. Like, because I'm like, who knows if this is, you know what I mean, going to make it all the way through. And it's like, like, now that I'm older and more mature, I'm like, yo, that, 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 that state is like, wow, like, that, that was a terrible thing. But that's where I was at with it. And so, like, when I find my daughter finally came, click, <laughs> like, literally, like, click, boom, father of the fucking year. This is part of my friends. But the father of the year, you know, I'm all in. I'm doing everything. And then, like, from her perspective, it really messed her up from going through the pregnancy, feeling like I wasn't there. And then our daughter finally coming. And now you're the father of the year and everybody's praising you. And you're so, like, she felt some type of way, you know, towards me. And like, after that podcast that I did, like we had a, a small talk and she's like, yeah, I really felt some type of way. Like you weren't there. Then all of a sudden journey came and you're a father of the year. It was like, that's always been in me, but like it got shut <laughs> down. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't tap into it. Mm. I tapped into it the first time. And it, it was like, it was like a, a swing and a miss. It's like, I, I don't want to swing and miss again. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, so like, none of my daughters here. Like, I'm all in, and it's like, yo, it changed me as a person. Like, if you want to go, like, it didn't change me until she was actually born. And you know and what I mean. I, and, and now it's just like, it, now that you mentioned it, right? I, I don't think men talk about how these things impact them. Thanks. Right. Right. And it's 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 almost like. You know, one, we don't have a space to unpack it. 
right? Okay. To it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to like see something that you're getting ready to create just stop and not just exist, right? Like and also not realizing how common it is, right? It's commonality doesn't reduce the fact that it's draining on both sides. Can I add right there? Mm-hmm. That's that's trauma. That's like us about to get a job. Think about how many jobs we done dealt with where you know you got it. Then they just shit you out. Get out of here, bro. You thought you had it. You thought you had it. You ain't got it. Um, we, do, we go through that so much as melanated men. And I just want to share with the listeners, with the people, bro, this thing is sacred. Your creations are sacred. You don't speak on them. You don't post that. You don't tell everybody that. You don't need to know my mama name. You don't need to know that we pregnant. You don't like this key, key Cyrus, our baby. People hit me up like, is he here? What happened? I know y'all had a baby coming, whatever. But I'm like, bro, I, I I can't do that no more. You know what I'm saying? He's too pure. He's too joy. He's too light. So to everybody listening, everybody watching, keep your stuff sacred, man. Keep, keep these people out of your matrix because a lot of people don't care for you. It's no love for you. They're not really happy for you. Like, some of these people feeding off the energy of your joy and this beautiful being that they looking at and, you know, they turn around and go cry at night or whether it's the people who wishing bad on you or it's just the people who going through their own personal stuff. These people don't understand themselves on a level to process and deal with energy in a graceful way. So the energy that they putting out, you affected by unconsciously that internet as it processes through all these antennas channels and phones and all that I ain't gonna go too deep into that but i just wanted to advise people man like keep your sacred stuff sacred because we also had three miscarriages and it's two babies in the garden right now that we actually um before we had key cyrus uh she conceived twice and the children had developed at least enough to get into like the eight week nine week phase to where we ended up actually having to plant feces whatever but um yeah, man. Take my advice on that one for sure. You'll save yourself a lot of hurt. You know what I'm saying? I've been, we've been through it too. Mm. So, Coke, you got any questions for the gentleman before we before we wrap up? Because I want to kind of wrap up in a in a positive note. Yes. Um, I do. Actually, this is gonna be very, this is real cool. Man. Something that I was thinking about because I know Father's Day. I didn't. I, and I'll be honest, because this is gonna tie in. I had no idea Father's Day was tomorrow. I plan to work. I plan to work. And I'm going to work. But still, yeah, I had no idea. So the question is, and I think that the listeners would love to know, as a father, right, people always act like they don't know what to get us. So if Zales was having a special for fathers, what piece would you want them to have on sale for us? Um, a watch or a gold chain? Cause just a plain gold chain. Cause gold ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I take a plain gold chain or a, a watch, a nice watch, a nice plain watch. Yeah, something mm. that you know, ten years from now is gonna, you know, develop and be worth more than it was. You know, anything that's gonna uh, appreciate <laughs> over time, I'll take. Mm. And and y'all know Trilla got that whole 
you know, custom jewelry out there. So, you know. Yeah, he's going to make me a piece eventually. He knows me. It's check okay. check Trilla's Etsy to, to, to get your dad's some dope jewelry, some dope stones to kind of maintain that, that chakra for, for the fathers because we they need the energy as much as, as the moms do. And plus, and I think to, to uh, Copeland's point, you know, um, stop getting them ties and, and cupcakes. I know Ty might like a cupcake or two, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, you know, because the memes have been going around, you know, hey, you know, it's Father's Day this year. We need to kill these BS, BS uh, gifts. Um, but Trilla, Trilla, what would, what would your ideal um, Father's Day gift be? Ah uh, man, from Zales or just in general? Just in general, I think I think Copeland's throwing Zales in there because that's pretty much you know the Mother's Day. Let's get some spot. Let's get some sponsorships and let's get a sale next year. You, you know what I mean? I, I mean, let's let's talk about Jacobs or let's talk about yeah. Tom Ford. <laughs> let's talk about you know some of our our brothers' brands and stuff like or. You know, yeah. maybe we could get a, a a revolt sponsorship or something like that. Black I'll black win. businesses matter. Bro, we King's Treasure, man. Oh, Etsy, type in go Etsy.com slash King's Treasure LLC. You'll see us slash shops slash mm. King's Treasure LLC. You'll see us. Um, but yeah, man, time. Just give me time. You know what I'm saying? Like I everything gets better with time. If you give me time, I will come out with something beautiful. Like I'm a creator, I'm an artist. All I need is time. And the thing that people don't realize if you know how to make beauty out of chaos you become magnificent you become a guru genius whatever it is you choose like my son was just crying at the door just now you feel me like it's it's non-stop back to back it ain't beautiful but it ends up being beautiful once you learn how to navigate through the waters you know what i'm saying um i'm just grateful bro like for everything so whenever you face those obstacles and you get challenged look for your lessons and find gratitude like present yourself gratefully and you know you'll be rewarded for that so i want to i want to thank you all um for really chiming in today um taking some time out your day today um you guys dropped a lot of gems yes. early on yes, early Rob, on in the episode yes we are looking for gifts <laughs> ps5s work with spider-man because that's the only reason people want them Okay. Treasures. I take I take custom made jewelry. I have a regular size wrist, regular ass wrist. You know? Okay, okay. He's six he's six eleven but wears a regular size wrist. I don't I don't know how that works. Um <laughs> but with that being said, um uh if everyone could take a chance um to give new fathers maybe three tips. Um, I just go around the ring, around the table, and just kind of three tips as a new father to kind of help them um, get to a place of sanity. Because the show is about mental wellness, especially for the men. And a lot of times we feel as though that we don't have the support. Um, and I think, you know, mentioned earlier, right, we don't have the emotional support that we feel like we would need to have to be a great father. So um for each each one of you or you know as a total three tips to leave future fathers um on you know maybe kind of how you saw your success or how you think things could be easier for them i mean it's not going to be easier but simpler like like copa and court what up before before you go Trilla, 
Ty, you sure you won't wait for him to go first? Oh. I can go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and uh and take this take this one and you know what I mean use this opportunity to go first because I don't got time. He gonna you know he might come out. You gotta you gotta pray to the ancestors every Thursday night and trust me you'll get blessed every Wednesday. You know what I, mean? I don't got time. Like I don't got the answers like that, Slay. Respect, respect. <laughs> I study a lot. No, um, I study a lot. For 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 one, I would, like I already said, you know, kind of pay attention to your surroundings. Like, uh, you know, pick and choose things that you, you know, your father did with you that you liked, and you know, you other fathers around you, kind of just pay attention. Um, you know, you you got answers all around you. You know, you just got to kind of look for them, and you know, stop being hard headed, and you know, <laughs> open your eyes. And that's just be patient. Like you know, like mistakes happen, things happen. You know, uh, it's, it's going to be a roller coaster. Like, you know, just be patient. They're growing. You know, they're learning. Uh, you know, like I said, mistakes are going to happen. And what? what number three? Uh, yeah, no, number three. Uh, uh, be open, open-minded. Reach out. Reach out to people. Um, you know, you have any questions, don't be afraid, you know, to ask. And, you know, hum- you know be humble, you know. And ask, like, if you don't know something, ask, you know, use your resources. Don't let, you know, all your resources go to waste. Like, you know, like I said, everything is around you. You just got to be able to, you know, humble yourself and actually use it. So uh, that'll be my three. I'm going to go next because I don't want Trilly to steal any of mine. Bro, I might not even go, bro. I don't even care. Why risk it? You know what I mean? No risk it, no risk it, not this time. So check down, you know what I mean? Now, the first thing that I would say is you know, to every father, like, love your kids and don't be ashamed of it. Like, love the fuck out of them. They're not going to get that anywhere else. It's okay to love them and to repress the love for any reason at all is going to, is that's only going to add to stresses that you had. Let that shit out. It's going to make you a better person. It's going to make what you need to do easier. And it's going to make what you have to do with them easier. Love the fuck out of your kids. And also, the second one is to find a community and a circle that you can express your hurt and your pains and your stresses. Like, do not keep that shit bottled in because at the end of the day, the shit that you're going through, I'm going through it too. We may be going through it differently. It may be looking different. It may be expressed differently. But, you know, like, I'm going through that too. And, um, trying to avoid this (laughs) oh the third one enjoy the shit enjoy your kids have fun with them like have fun with them having fun like enjoy them having fun like if you can hear him now he's like yelling and screaming out there i know he's having fun it makes me happy like it's okay to enjoy that it's they don't they don't do not have to it give them micro doses of the bullshit in the world. That's a fallacy. Fill them with love and enjoyment and joy, and they'll be able to deal with it, I promise you. They're gonna cry. They're gonna cry still, but you don't have to you don't have to prepare them for that. They're gonna cry regardless. So enjoy the fuck out of the journey. If you do all of that, I mean shit's still gonna be hard, but you'll know for a fact that you're going to find places of joy. Like, you know, like I have a place like this where I can express 
some of my stresses. I loved the fuck out of that little kid, like more than anything I've ever, ever loved before. And I'm trying my hardest, you know, to, I'm at least acknowledging when I'm not enjoying life so that I can make sure to enjoy him and enjoy making him happy. Mm, dope, dope. Trilla, Trilla. I, I, I agree with what both of these bros said. Like, they gave some great advice. Um, I say get a, get you a journal, you know what I'm saying, so you can get a lot of that stuff out your head and write about it. You can also uh, see the patterns of how, how we go through a lot of the same things at the same time of year um, as individuals, and you be feeling the same ways, and you go you get to see how cyclinic it is. Everything works in cycles. Get you a journal. Um, study, study intentions and learn your ancestors, learn about your elders and the people who came before you and what they did, how they thought the mistakes they made so that you can teach your children and it'll help you become better as a man and as a person so that you don't make some of the same mistakes they did. And then three, um, learn to truly love yourself and um, not abuse your power. Like you the leader of the family, you the leader of the tribe. If you watch ducks cross the road, you see the father duck is in the back, mom in the front. So, and that is because Mama don't need to be looking back, worried about the bills or the past or something coming back to haunt us. So you you leave from behind and you can see. You can see what's going on around us. You can let mama know. Stay focused. This is the direction we're going in. So you want to be calculated. You want to be disciplined. You want to take your time and, you know, act from love. Awesome. Awesome. And last but not least, how do you maintain your peace? Nature. And breath work. Yoga, biking, inner child work. Mm. <clears throat> Exercise for sure in Call of Duty. Create <laughs> 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 <the> blood clot. <laughs> Exercise and war. Exercise and war zone. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Those, you know, they hold me down. Exercise and war zone. That's mm. guys. Cool. Cool. Mm. Yes, I. Yes, I. <laughs> the earth. The oh, earth. Bro, I forgot. Yeah, shrooms too. Um, yeah. The psychedelics, mm -hmm. like, I don't, I'm not, you know, I ain't trying to encourage because it ain't for everybody, but they have helped they have helped me with some deep explorations. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like real deep inner work, me and my queen. We might have to work on a retreat where we get all the fathers together and um we go some remote country, maybe Amsterdam, maybe California. Um, uh, oh, I'm talking about stamps. I'm trying to do stamps here. You oh. got to realize I also do travel Tuesday happy yeah. hour. So I'm trying to get stamps. Um, but no, so, so this was definitely an amazing conversation. Um, I appreciate all you gentlemen for sharing and being willing to be vulnerable and um, showing a different side of men that we are loving, right. that we are genuine we have genuine intentions to care for our family and we care about the things that go on around us and we will continue to push the envelope have these conversations on a monthly basis so if you guys ever want to come back for another topic please feel free and tap in with that being said i want to remind you all once again don't forget to subscribe like comment click that notification bell so you guys know when new episodes drop with that said Stay safe, be mindful, maintain your peace. 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 Peace.